Welcome to the 202020 Mastery Mission, The Stories. In this part two recording, we welcome back our guests to share war stories and bake in the concepts covered in their mastery session. Concepts are great, but everyone loves a story, exclusive to hunters and unicorns. The 202020 Mastery Mission is sponsored by SOAP, the global recruitment partner for the Playbook community. Welcome to the 202020 Mastery Mission. In this second recording, we welcome back Keith Butler to share a story relating to the topic he shared in his initial session with us. Uh, in that session, Keith, you spoke about the importance of getting to the economic buyer as early as you can. And you've mentioned that there are some interesting stories where perhaps, which were pivotal for your career, where you actually managed to get to the EB um, and uh, and how that really changed your career. So it'd be great for you to to share that story with us. Sure. You know, I think as as sellers, there's 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 pivotal moments in in your career where where kind of things things that stick with you and they they basically form they form your future kind of thing. And uh, and that this story was was really one one for me. So I was at Blade Logic. We were selling to a um, to a system integrator, and um, and it was in 2007, right before the financial collapse. And so we had built this this technical campaign. Um, that was that was fantastic, and we actually, you know, it was it was very detailed. We had a lot of people in, in involved. We got to our, our economic buyer, who was the head of the IT organization, and um, the value prop was really built off of this idea of kind of making people more efficient. They had hundreds of sysadmins at the time, and they were trying to figure out how to make them, you know, thirty percent more efficient. And so we built this 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 case. And a POC plan uh, uh, against that. Then the financial collapse happened, and um, and there were a lot of other projects on the go, and we were basically at the time competing against a whole host of other of other of other projects. I had a fantastic champion, uh, a few of them, and they they kind of would give me kind of the good and the bad about where we were heading. And one of the challenges was there was a lot of of other priorities that were kind of fighting against our initiative here. The, the collapse happened, and the, and the company released uh, a statement that they were going to let off a whole bunch of people, unfortunately. And so this has got a little sticky, but it really rang true, like the importance of of of, of getting to, to the economic buyer. So our EB basically said, we can't do this deal unless we get to the CFO and show them hard dollar savings. And so, frankly, what the what the champion and I did was we reskinned the case. And believe it or not, um, they got, we got a meeting with the, the CFO, the CFO of a very large company, which was rare. They don't see software salespeople. But the reason why we were able to get it is because we had a business case that we could reskin from efficiency to, unfortunately, headcount reduction. And that 30% we could repurpose. And so now all of a sudden, like, the game had changed. All of those other projects that were eating priority were not built that way. And they, they couldn't have that kind of impact. So we went to the CFO, we presented the case, and uh, had an amazing, an amazing meeting. We ended up doing a very big deal off the back of this, of this meeting in a time when nobody was doing business. And they weren't buying anything. And it was all because we, we, we had really good alignment uh, in the business case. The hard dollar savings, unfortunately, were, were, were headcount reduction. 
but they were laying off a bunch of people anyway, and we basically gave them the ability to kind of lay off the ones that could to get add the most to the to the business, allow them to kind of restructure and build the thing back the right way. And uh, that was game changing for me. Uh, that deal was dead as dead could be uh, when they put on spending freeze. But it came back because of the business case and because of the alignment we had uh, to, to, to the EB. So hopefully that that makes sense to you. How did that then shape your your mindset going forwards, having experienced that, and how did that then help you? Well, it, it basically, you know, it, it helped me understand that, you know, technology is just a means to accomplish a business outcome. Okay? It's just like a piece of machinery in a factory it, 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 to an executive. They, they don't discern between the coolness of the technology uh, and the neatness of it and how cool we are and how important our, our, our technology is. They, they, all they care about is how will it help them and how sure are they that they can accomplish the goal. And uh, it, 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 it was it was life changing for me, frankly. And, and, and thereafter, you obviously talk about the importance of getting to the economic buyer much earlier. Did that then give you the confidence that you needed to say, I, I need I can do this or I need to do this? How did that also you know, transpire from that point onwards? It, it, it definitely I'd say it gave me the conviction. And then and then from then, you know, at BMC, this whole thing just took on a new life for me and my teams. We would build these, these we call them EB-ready value propositions, uh, and we would take them into, into meetings. And it, it was transformational for the reps because they would see that, you know, the, the EB would ask a question, and it was our next slide. They'd ask another question, and it was our next slide. And it happened over and over again to the point where the reps were like, holy smokes, how do we how do we do this? And uh, I had a great team of people that knew how to help reps build these things, and so it just became like it became uh, part of our our motion uh, to do. And and yeah, it, it gave us tons of confidence. It also gave us tons of success. I suppose the fact that you've also been able to really influence an organization at such a high level and having that you know in your in your as a badge of honor to a certain extent. You mentioned about conviction, but just tell us a little bit more about you know, how that helped to elevate you. Sales is a lot of, like a lot of things, I suppose, is, is, is a lot about confidence. So uh, when, you, when you have it, uh, and, and then it, the, the, those successes can build on each other. Uh, and so that we just, we basically built a program around, you know, taking all those amazing things we, we learned at PTC, but really, really specifically around value creation and the definition of value and how you help a champion understand value and connect, we turned that you know, into, into as much of a science and, a, and repeatable as we could so that we could, we, could really, we could teach people and then we could really scale together. And I think that's one of the secret sauces. Amazing. So it's not always been the case that you've been able to get to the, uh, to the EB, Keith. So, so tell us, give us an example of when this didn't happen and, and, and what was the outcome of that? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was painful. So um, I, I did a campaign. I was a seller. I did a campaign at a bank where um, I built this this case that I was very proud of, <laughs> with uh, a business case, a technical case. We hadn't done the POC quite yet. We were getting ready, but we had built a monster of a of a of a, of a study and a, a process audit. We used to call. 
I overinvested. I overinvested me and I overinvested my technical team in defining this problem. And when we finally went to the economic buyer, you know, we had our big slide deck and we, we went through this whole thing. But instead of presenting it as a hypothesis, we presented it as a fact. And uh, the EB said, that was really interesting. Unfortunately, I don't really care about this problem. And you defined it wrong. And frankly, I'm a little offended that you continue to tell me how to run my, to run my business. I was, <laughs> I was shocked. And, uh, and we went home with our tail between our legs, deal dead. And it, it basically taught me, um, okay, like the, the structure was pretty good. We had an amazing case, but we, we, we waited way too long. And we spent much too much time defining the problem before we got there. So it was an exercise in, okay, uh, it worked really well at the system integrator because I built it with the champion and we went pretty early. Here, I waited way too long. I invested way too much energy up front. And, and, and got there and got there too late. And therefore, I was not first out. Um, I, I overinvested too early. So the idea is to get that balance right. Um, how, do you, how do you build a case presented as a hypothesis, but just get enough information that you can, that you can present it that way and then, and then define it you know, with the EB or with their sponsorship as, as you go? And those are really different things. So I don't, hopefully that, that helps. Mm. That's uh, it's so it's so very insightful, and you you did give another you know in your in your first session you spoke about those kind of champion train wrecks. Have you kind of witnessed many of those? I think it might be interesting for you to just share what you know, maybe a, a horror story of a of a champion um, train wreck. Well, so funny enough, like this one happens all the time, and we often don't really know it's happening, right? We so I'll give you a, a small example first is like we do a demo for a, for a customer, an emerging champion. They, we seem like things are going really well, and they say, hey, send me some documentation, or I'm going to pull down a white paper, or, or can you record that demo again, or can I take that recording? I want to go show my economic. I want to go show my boss or my boss's boss. And we get excited as sellers, and they kind of disappear. Something happened, and we really struggle to, to get back. And often what's happened is we've sent them into a car crash. We haven't prepped them properly to go and pitch what they're gonna pitch. They show a demo and the EB has no connection to the problem they're trying to solve. It says, that looks complicated, that looks expensive. I don't know if you should be spending your time there. Why don't you just leave, you know, leave the environment the way it is and, and find another problem to solve. And the thing dies on the vine. So one of the things we always say is these, these conversations about priority and problem happen whether we're there or not. And often they happen when we're not there. So we, we, we talk a lot about arming your champion for those conversations. So, hey, yeah, I know you want to go take it through. Can we maybe talk a little bit about, you know, the problem you're trying to solve first? Or, or how, do you, how do you understand what, the, what, what your boss's boss is trying to do? And let's tie what we're doing to that problem before you take it. Um, and therefore, we can help them avoid a, a car crash. They may not even realize they're heading, heading towards. That's kind of like a micro example that happens all the time. If we can avoid those, we, we, we tend to have our conversion rates go way, way up. But, you know, another great example is we do this, we've done this even at Observe where we land a deal in our, in our kind of product-led motion with a very specific team and a very specific use case. And then that team, uh, we, had a, we had a call the other day where the, 
the champion came back and they were like, oh, they were in distress. They were like, well, I tried to roll this out to another group and we had we had a problem. And and they came back in a bit of a panic. Well, it's the same thing that we didn't prep them to go have that conversation with an, with an economic buyer in a different group and they got into a car crash. So the idea is basically the better you can get at connecting the problems for these champions to the technology, you can help them avoid these avoid these car crashes. And it, and it happens every day. Amazing. Obviously, the sessions that we've, we've spent together haven't been about building champions, but actually it really, really ties together the importance of how the champion and working with the right champion, first of all, they have to have access and influence, but actually if they've got influence and authority, they also need to be armed with the right weapons. Otherwise, they're going to end up just you know, driving the thing off the rails. So I think it's been absolutely fascinating. And, and, and again, Keith, thank you so much for, you know, really going into, <laughs> into the archives of, ex of your experience to, to kind of <laughs> Surface some share with us. There. I'm going to have to go. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. And, uh, and sharing with us, you know, your, your, your words of wisdom, absolutely insightful. And I'm, and I'm absolutely certain that our viewers and our listeners have taken lots from that. Yeah, cool, man. Well, that's good. I'm glad you're right, though. On champions, it's it's the same thing. Um, it's the same thing. And McMahon always used to say, you know, people will follow you if you if 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 they believe that uh, you can take them somewhere they can't get them get by themselves. And um, that is building a champion. Frankly, you, you you the customer will see this person can help me solve my problem, and I can't really do it without them. Therefore, I will. I will let I will let them push the the envelope here, uh, and, and and prep me for something I may not even understand. I need to be prepped for. That's fundamental shit. <laughs> Incredible insight. And again, we can't thank you enough, Keith, for coming on the show and show and uh, you know sharing in your wisdom and your experiences. So. Thank you so much. But to all our viewers and our listeners, we hope you've enjoyed the show. If you've liked what you've heard, please do share, comment, any experiences around this subject. It'd be very much appreciated to share in those experiences. Um, but again, thank you so much again, Keith, for joining us today. And we look forward to welcoming everybody back for another Mastery Mission soon. Thanks so much. Have you enjoyed the session today? Please help others discover our series by sharing and liking our content. Are you on the mission? Click subscribe so you don't miss out. The 202020 Mastery Mission, The Stories, are brought to you by SOAP, the global recruitment partner for the Playbook community. Check out so muchsoap.com for more information.